So one of the side effects of being a priest in southern Minnesota is you're willing uh, to drive crazy distances for uh, maybe unreasonable distances for little reason at all. And so it is that uh, there is a golf course in Sioux Falls called Baker's Crossing. Now on Mondays, clergy, not just Catholic priests, but any clergy can play for free. So my golf partner in crime, Father Andrew Bierman, and I have spent a lot of gas money uh, just to travel all the way to Sioux Falls to play golf for free. Now one Memorial Day, or maybe it was Labor Day, I think it was Memorial Day, they said that we had to pay since it was a holiday. Now at first we were upset, we were incensed that we had to pay. Uh, however, uh, thankfully, we came to our senses after a little while and realized that we had probably played hundreds of dollars worth of free golf and that to have to pay one time was really not that big of a deal. So basically, it was clericalism at its finest, or more accurately, at its worst. What we were missing that day, at least initially, was humility. The golf course didn't owe us free golf at all. The first read begins with the line, conduct your affairs with humility. The author goes on to say, humble yourself the more. This Christ, the second person of the Trinity, the second person of God, and we are striving for holiness, then we should want to avoid sin. And if pride is the root of all sin, then to counter pride with humility. So all true followers of Christ, all Christians, should seek to grow in humility. In the Gospel, Jesus dines at one of the leading Pharisees. And as Jesus is entering, people are jockeying for positions of honor. As Jesus is watching this, he tells a parable of the wedding feast. If you pick out an important spot and someone more important comes in, the host may ask you to take the lowest spot. However, if you take the lowest spot to begin with, the host will call you higher. Jesus says everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, but the one who humbles himself will be exalted. As fallen human beings, we try to exalt ourselves all the time. Maybe a good question to ask is what occupies our time? Maybe we are spending too much time on something. Maybe even to the point that we are addicted. How do we think we'll achieve popularity, fame, power, and riches? How do we think we will become important? How are we not resting instead in the fact that we are beloved sons and daughters of God? That our true worth, our true um, value comes from being beloved sons and daughters of God, and not those other things of popularity, fame, power, and riches. And too often self-promotion comes at the expense of others. When I was in high school on the tennis team, we would have matches against teammates to see who would play uh, the higher ranked player on the opposing team at the coming match. My teammate Jeff Bowman and I had played one of these internal matches, a ladder match, and I had lost. However, when the coach asked who won, I said I did. I flat out lied to promote myself so that I could play the higher ranked player on the opposing team. When my teammate called me out on this later, I had to apologize to him for lying to our coach and taking his rightful spot in the match. 
Sometimes God calls us to step up and to use our gifts and talents for the good of others. This is not pride. This, to not step up would be false humility. True humility, true humility gives us the freedom to be our true selves as God sees us. True humility helps us to avoid despair and pride. True humility frees us from the addiction of seeking other people's approval, for doing things just for the sake of others' praise. This can apply to sports, as I learned in my earlier example. This can apply to grades. When I was in college, I took a class on the philosophy of artificial intelligence. That was probably as boring as it sounds. In my paper in the, for the class, I argued that a machine, an android, an artificial intelligence could never take the place of a human being because we have an immaterial rational soul that could not be duplicated by a physical machine, a physical computer, no matter how complex the computer was. Because I brought my Catholic faith to bear on the subject at hand, my atheist professor gave me a D on the paper. But I did, I stood up for what I knew the truth to be. I didn't seek his approval, instead I told the truth. This could also apply to social media. Am I posting to inspire others or to inform others? Or am I posting out of pride, out of seeking other people's praise? Humble people seek God's will and do it out of love of God and neighbor. Humble people don't seek recognition. I was once at a Catholic apologetics conference at Franciscan University in Steubenville, Ohio. One of the speakers, Father Benedict Grishel, God rest his soul, was saying the Mass. Now he gave an awesome homily, and this makes sense since he was one of the founders of the Franciscan Friars of the Renewal. Uh, they're an awesome order. Anyways, after his homily, people clapped. And when people did, you could see the pain on his face. It pained him to be praised. He felt and knew that everything he did should point back to God. Even though he had a doctorate in philosophy, even though he counted some famous Catholics as his close friends, even though the order he had helped found was growing in numbers and influence, he remained humble. So humble that even the mere clapping at his homily caused him pain. I don't know if it needs to be said anymore, but meekness or humbleness is not weakness. Humility or humbleness is doing things not for the praise of others, but out of love for God and others. Humble people know their own abilities and talents and use them for the good of others. That would be true of our musicians, our readers, and others who have roles of ministry during this Mass. We must not back down from the calls that God gives us to use our talents for the good of others. Again, humility is absolutely necessary for being a follower of Christ. This past week, I've been watching the actor Shea LaBeouf's interview with her own Bishop Robert Barron about him becoming Catholic through a role in portraying Padre Pio. She talks about letting go of the ego. He talks about not working for himself, but starting to work for something bigger than himself. Than himself. Our lives are ultimately not about us. They are about our role in salvation history. Our lives are not our own. Our lives are about the battle between good and evil. 
We can follow Christ and be on the side of good, or we can follow ourselves and or Satan and be on the side of evil. Our God-given gift of free will makes this choice possible. It takes real humility to realize this and to choose to follow Christ. And realizing this, we realize that the universe, salvation history, is so much bigger than us that we get to share in something, an adventure, that is bigger than us. So this week, I challenge myself and you to do what our first reading says. Conduct your affairs with humility. <laughs>